Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Drew. And we're going to talk with you. How are you? I hope you're doing well. That's what he says most of his videos. In ephemeral? I was, there's this one, it's like the ASMR Club Misanthropy. Yeah. Well, I didn't know what misanthropy was. Yeah, it was it, misanthropy. It's like the hate of mankind. <laughs> and I was listening okay. to you, he was like, it's like a questionnaire. Oh, shoot. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> On a scale from one to one million, no, ten million, how much feelings of disgust, mistrust, disdain do you have for the human race? Oh, okay. <laughs> but like that's like one of the best ones it's so funny and i can't tell if he's atheist or not because i'm not what am i talking I'm, oh wait we're recording <laughs> no. i have no idea we're recording i know that's why it was so funny <laughs> that's why i asked you what it what, what it meant so you could define it i knew what it meant is that a word of the week misanthropy sure it's like the should I look up the Google definition just to be one hundred percent though? Yeah, like the actual. A misanthrope is a person who dislikes humankind and avoids human society. So yeah, misanthropy okay. is. How misanthropic would you say you are? Not very. I love people. Well, yeah, I do think, especially right now, things are so political. When I don't feel like they need to be. Yeah. But. We're, we're not we're not about politics on this podcast yeah well and i i prefer i like all the imperfections that people have so i i think i just have a genuine love for most people plus how are you supposed to obtain your own rite of passage if you don't yeah have those imperfections well and and like everyone's the way they are because of other causes not so it's like it's no one's fault and it's everyone's fault. So just, just do, and the, the, you can't change them. So just be positive. There's no reason to be negative unless you're, like, you can. You either have to be completely positive or completely negative. If you're in between, then you haven't thought about it enough. All yeah, right, I, I could agree with that. I could agree with that. <clears throat> well. So Joe, you've been doing some stuff lately, dude. You've yeah. been you went soccer playing elsewhere, out of state. We haven't talked about it. Not lately. Yeah, but but since like, we talked, since and like like within the last month and a half month, did I go somewhere for soccer in the last month? San Diego. Isn't that soccer? I didn't go to San Diego last month. When did you go to San Diego? I went last. Did I go? I went last fall, and I go this. I go in September again. <laughs> Wait, so you haven't traveled for soccer? Well, club soccer ends in February, so I haven't traveled since February. So we went to Vegas in February, and then where high did school, you go for a week a while ago? A while ago? Oh. Trying to remember. <laughs> I'm trying to remember where I went. Um, Why am I so stupid? It was California. I went to California, yeah. but that was for family. 
oh yeah, you like picked weeds or whatever. Yeah, but that was only because we drove past Mary. Oh yeah, we talked about yeah, this. Mary Lou's house, and she was like, my dad was like, guys, we gotta do the weeds. And we were like, what? You gotta do what you no! gotta do. No, no. We did it. Really wasn't that bad. But awesome, dude. Dude, it was it was fun. Got to hang out with. I got to I watched like seriously. I was halfway through season one of Avatar. I went down to California and I watched all of season two and three with my cousin. Oh, it was awesome. Oh, we bonded. Oh, so good, dude. Shout out to Hunter. I don't know if you listen, dude. They're talking about making a season four but, of the original Owl. I don't what? know what it would be, but it, I don't think it could be anything. If they're talking about it, May, is it like in the future though? Because that'd be kind of cool. I don't know. You know what? I was I was I went to St. George last week mm-hmm. and lots of star wars fans in that little group that i was in and something i brought up that i thought was i think would be such a good idea um the prequels you know one two and three those episodes um what episodes one two and three of avatar no of, we're talking about star wars oh sorry it's okay. i was i i zoned out dude it's my bad good. star wars sorry. but like dude i was just thinking because between episode two and three, they have like Star Wars, the Clone Wars, that entire series. Right. But what I'm thinking, and I feel like Disney, this could really boost their reputation because most of their Star Wars stuff has been kind of bad, True. in my opinion. True. But, dude, picture this. Between season, uh, between episode one, like the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, Anakin becomes a little goes from little kid to like. Like he looks significantly older, you know what I'm True. saying. And what I'm thinking, this could just be like one movie. You cast somebody that's about our age, like 16, 17 years old. Okay. And it's Anakin on like his missions with Obi Wan, stuff like that. Yeah. Just his training. Yeah. And I feel like that could be really, really cool addition because that's like such a gap. Yeah. I feel like we don't really know a lot about it. Yeah. And it could. I don't know. I yeah, like there it. could be some interesting stuff. Have you seen that Studio C where they talk about like all the different um, movies and stuff they're basing off of Star Wars? Is it the Star Wars in the future one or is it a different one? Um, I think it's that one. And they talk- I haven't seen it in a while, but I have seen <laughs> it before. Because they like talk about how they make a they made a movie for every single stormtrooper. And then they're looking at like a clip. And they're like, wait. And he's like, you see this shoe right here? We haven't made a movie about the guy with this shoe. Because it's like, it's a shoe you can only see in the corner of the screen. And so they made a movie about that Stormtrooper. So there's just infinite content, you know? And I just want to say, I was pondering this during work today. Mm -hmm. Um, When Jack Christensen was on, we talked Star Wars. And we had talked about how, whether or not we thought Palpatine being alive in Rise of Skywalker yeah. ruined Anakin's arc. And we came to the conclusion that it didn't ruin his arc. But I was thinking about it today. And it didn't ruin his character's arc, but it ruined the prophecy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Anakin was supposed to bring balance. restore balance to the galaxy. Yeah. And he did that by killing Palpatine, but then Palpatine was alive. So he, he didn't restore balance. Well, he restored balance to 
supposedly like at the time it seemed like he did well but the thing is what does balance mean joe that's true i guess because i just wish that there was i yeah that was a disaster those sequels because how can you restore balance if you destroy all the dark or the darkest thing yeah but that's why i think they should have like snoke i don't think was a bad villain i I thought snoke was awesome they they could have carried dude i just wish jj did it dude where was jj in episode eight, but I mean, even went. even though episode seven could have been a lot better, I, I think se- it, I thought seven was good though. I thought it was good. It was fun. But I'm just saying, I watched a video recently about, and Jack, I don't know, Jack, Jack had a very optimistic opinion about it, and I also have an opinion like that, similar. Mm-hmm. Like I like it, but I can still say like, what could have been better, you know? And me personally, I think the prequels are the best. Yeah, and. The difference between the originals and the prequels compared to the sequels are just so... There's such a gap between that in terms of quality, in my opinion. But I I do think what saves it is we're a little bit more modern now, and a lot of those shots, like a lot of the scenes, are visually top gear. The lightsabers, dude. How they're, like, pulsing and, like, the sound. Oh, dude. I'm glad... That I got to experience the full lightsaber experience. Drew, what is this thing in your ski pass? Oh, <laughs> dude, that's not what I read. <laughs> ski pass. <laughs> I read- yeah, I'm going to get an Alta pass this year. I read skip pass, dude. Yeah, Straight dude. <laughs> it's, I, yeah, I see it now. Here. Yeah, maybe just put a little space. Yeah, that's... Oh. Wait, whoops. Yeah. There you go, Joe. So, Drew. This one's awesome. Clears throat. <laughs> Don't look at that one. Okay. Dude. So what, so, what about you? You were... um, You were unavailable for a lot of the past week. Which is fine. Yeah. You've got a life. You know what I mean? Well... But, like... What's been what's been going on in your life, dude? I'm just well. So I haven't really touched on this, and it was kind of a big part of kind of my hero's journey, you know. So over Father's Day weekend, I biked to Marysville, which is 148 miles or something. That's it. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and uh, it took me a couple days, and I had just such a great time. And I mean, the only reason I went solo is because I couldn't find someone that would want a bike tour with me and that would go on a Father's Day trip with, because I was meeting my parents for Father's Day. But anyways, man, you just, you get in a different headspace when you're just out in the middle of nowhere, just biking, just through these like towns and like i saw so many cows it was insane dude and i went on roads that that like no one's like hardly anyone drives on like it was like dirt and i went like through this random canyon i've never heard of and it it was just awesome man i just had a blast and you're gonna bike to vernal yeah and you're leaving for that on wednesday yeah that'll be 
a lot harder because it's through the mountains and stuff. Yeah, it's all it's uphill pretty much the whole way, and but it's like it... 178 miles. Shoot, dude. <laughs> but it's I'm I'm giving myself three days to do it rather than two. I think I can do it. It's gonna be interesting. So you're looking at just over 50 a day. Yeah. Well, in the first day, I'm only planning on doing 40 because I'm going up Provo Canyon. And then the next day, I start with Daniels, which is one of the most infamous canyons in Utah. It's like 10 miles just straight up. So that one. And people bike it just for. Yeah. People bike it, but it's it's not. No, people even talk about how sketchy it is to drive up it because of the switchbacks and stuff. And it's just super steep. So this could be our last podcast before you. For sure. <laughs> could be. And and I won't be here next week because I'm going backpacking in Cedar City. Guys, we know it's been – we've been on a couple mini hiatuses. Yeah. And we're going to be on another one. It's going to be no content for the next and the, two weeks. And yeah. it sucks, but guys, come on. We just – It's, it's going to be okay. It, we're, we'll get through this together. And And then I just went to South Dakota with – I went on a road trip to South Dakota. So so fired. How was, was it? Oh man. It was a great time. The highlight of the trip was supposed to be Mount Rushmore. And I mean I had a good time, but it, I wouldn't say it was even top three places we went. But I Well, because you cool. drove through all the other Yeah, we went we stopped a lot of places in Wyoming and my favorite was Custer State Park in South Dakota. General Custer is in <clears throat> I think I don't know who it's named after, but probably, probably. not him because he was from the south. But man, it was so pretty. Just like the combination of like, like it was like granite and aspen, like just granite and aspen, and it was just great. And there was a little lake, and I went rock climbing, and yeah, and then we went horseback riding, and that was cool. That is way cool, man. Through the Black Hills, I've just been kicking around a soccer ball, Joe. That's what you got to do, man. Doing some school stuff, planning. Yeah, planning away. Oh yeah, when do we um? Is the scheduling or like choosing our classes that Monday? I'm, I'm sure it's. Isn't it always like the first week of August? I think so. I think I'm it's sure the twenty seventh, but I'm kind of really? sketched because that's when I'm backpacking, starting backpacking. So I may have to do it in the car on the way there. Dude, but. we need to set up one because you're taking ten fifty math, right? Or whatever one's Drake. Ten sixty. Ten sixty. Second semester. And then what? What period are you looking at? I have. I can't. Have you looked at the classes? You can look at them. Well, no. But I'm just like. I don't know what period there because is. Because if I don't, if I don't take it with you, I don't think I'm gonna truthfully do super well. Joe, you'll be fine, dude. It's ten sixty. You'll be okay, dude. It's trig. Actually, trig. I Joe. got on my ACT. I got a hundred percent on trig, but there was only three trig questions. I know, but so. Joe, trig and trig is one of the hardest like parts of math to get like even harder than calculus i would say well calculus is harder because it's a higher level but like i'd say trig is a larger speed bump on the way to calculus you know what i'm saying yeah so i think trig it's and it it definitely changes your frame of thinking you know so sometimes it's triggering it wasn't that wasn't funny but i just was glad to say it Dude, well, I'm excited though. There's yeah. definitely a lot of. I'm amped, dude. Senior year is gonna be a blast. I know we're gonna have restrictions or what 
No. Yeah, we I we actually I, don't, I honestly yeah. don't even care, dude. There's a lot of there's going to be a lot of restrictions. I'm excited and, to go freaking talk to some ladies and just make some stuff happen, dude. Well, I'm not I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to tell, but like about You know some stuff? Yeah, I watched the board meeting. Was that all you basically, know? Basically, well so it was supposed to be all the presidents, SBO presidents from the district came in and the superintendent was going to tell them everything that like what's Wait, going down and stuff is do you know everything? I know most of it, yeah. Is it every other day? No, dude. Come on. No. Are they splitting the school in half? No. Basically, everyone's required to wear a mask. Um, no it's da- just normal? No dances. Yeah. Um, we should host dances somewhere. Dude. You might get in trouble because you're an SBO. I know, but I still want to do it so bad. <laughs> and then... We should do it at Janelle's house. Dude. <laughs> What, what else? What else? Let me think. Um, no assemblies, at least up to this. No assemblies. Well, dances are fifth. Like dances, they're gonna see how this looks at the beginning. Yeah, because where of would we be without a bunch of horny teenagers mosh pitting, dude? You'd have a lot of bummed out horny teenagers at home. That's yeah. what you'd have. That's what. And have. so, <laughs> but I think also sports are fifty fifty. Like sports are gonna be played. But we don't know if you're going to be able to have crowds or not, mm. which would be a big bummer. Like especially football season. Yeah, because I've fun. never really been engaged in the sports thing, and I was planning on ma- making it a big part of my senior year. What, what I think they should do is it should be everything should be allowed, and just at your own risk. I think that's what it should be. Yeah, because and not just your own risk it should be up to your parents too yeah like it like if and you're going to do yeah. online or if you're going to go to yeah thing. and that's that's a thing just so at your own discretion there's going to be an online option and i'm sure there's going to be a lot of parents that are going to push for that but at the same time like, but it's like not, they're it's not finding required. that like most kids under the age of 12 don't even like become contagious like they can't even get it basically well they they told uh, did i tell you about the study in new york city no. They took a random sample of 100,000 people under the age of 50 and zero died. So, yeah. Statistically, well, I mean, no, no, but I mean because the only scary thing for us is like passing it to other people we come in contact that's with. That's true. That's true. So like if we're just out and about and then we get it even if we don't really get sick or even even get sick, period, then like we could still pass it to people. But like I'm saying that like most kids under twelve don't even get it, and then like even like get uh, the virus. Period. And then kids our age usually don't get it. Like we're not carriers usually. I just want to say that for those that get the virus, you have a ninety nine point seven percent chance of not. Yeah, dying. but if you're an old geezer, and, and that's that's the that's why a lot of people I think are going to push for online is going to be those people that are. Around their grandparents and, more often. Well, and I think there's going to be a vaccine like by spring, which we'd hope. No, like it worked. Like they did it and they tested it on like a small sample and it worked. And so now they have to test it on thirty thousand people. And if it works, then they're going to start mass producing. They're already mass producing it, but they can't release it until the this study goes through and it gets approved by the FDA. Yeah, it's weird how you'd think a vaccine, like, wouldn't take that long to make. Mm-hmm. 
because it's just a weak sample of the virus that you inject into yourself so your body gets used to it. However, yeah, I do think there's a lot more to it than just well, that. No, I, feel like no, I watched a video, so they could make one of those, but the only problem is, is this particular virus mutates like faster than any like virus we've ever seen. So they had to find a way to like tackle the um like the base DNA basically of it, which is like some trait that so basically this vaccine, it stops it from producing. It doesn't kill it or make your body immune to it. It literally attacks the virus in your body and it and it makes you immune to that strain, but then it it just if, if you ever come in contact with that virus, it'll make it so it can't, like, produce babies, basically. What's Dude. that called? Reproduce? Yeah, reproduce. It can't reproduce. Can't clone itself. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, Dude. yeah, it's pretty crazy. Hats off to all the medical people out there working on it. I, again, I... I think we should start investing in them. Like, because... Well, and again, be I... rich. I don't like to get too political. I do think this is, like, it might be a little bit out of proportion, However, I still, I still have to give credit to those working behind the scenes because they are doing. Well, yeah, and then once we get a vaccine and it's working, then hopefully life can go back to normal. It's what we intend to happen. Yeah. So. I miss it. I hope my grandkids can go to a concert. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, dude. Dude, I just okay. I mentioned Ephemeral Rift a little bit earlier. He's a guy that we found. He's awesome. Years ago, he does ASMR, and for all of you ASMR people, for all of you non like people that just don't want to try it because it's weird, <laughs> you're right, and I totally condone that. However, this guy. <laughs> He's pretty cool. Like, yeah, he's a cool guy. Let me just go through some of his titles. Okay. Sorting Sprinkles, The Candyman, ASMR. Cryptograms to Help You Sleep, ASMR. Wood Set Solitaire, number two, ASMR. Christmas Presents from Jesus, <laughs> ASMR. Um, relax with Jesus ASMR. Man, he kind of looks like he could be a Jesus. That's <laughs> funny. Um, let's see. ASM. He does a lot of food ASMR, and this one's ASMR. Let's eat nothing, dude. I'm that not, actually sounds pretty. I awesome. might check that one out, like yeah. straight up. Let's see. There's so many more than I thought there was. Wait, go back up. One hour woodland ambiance. Year six. Ambiance. There's one called Relaxing with a Union Soldier. And that one's freaking bars. Um, there's one where he eats legitimate southern food. Um let's see what else. Let's see what else we got. He has a podcast? No, he doesn't. That's just a video. Has to be. If he had a podcast. It says monthly listener topics. I'd be li- I'd be listening to that podcast. 
Let's see. A bowl of rice ASMR. Yeah, he's a pretty niche feller. And I just want to, the first one, the first time we ever saw him, we were, Drew wanted to learn how to play Magic the Gathering. And no, Joe. It wasn't just that. You remember what we wanted to do? We wanted to learn how to play and then play each other. We wanted to build the ultimate deck. And we wanted to like go to tournaments and stuff. I remember going to Drew's and I don't I don't I don't remember everything hundred percent, so I could be wrong a little bit, but basically he's like we're talking I think I think Pokemon was the first thing that we brought up and then he was like, Joe, I know you like Pokemon, but hear me out. There's a game called Magic the Gathering. I was like, that sounds pretty lame. Like, no, but he's like, Joe, it's like Pokemon, but it's like for adults. It's for like older people. And Dude, I was like, wasn't the box? You thought the box was awesome, huh? The box? Okay, because the art is sick. <laughs> I know. It's so sick. It's definitely not like, it's definitely Pokemon PG-13 version, dude. It's yeah. Like, and I'm a big Pokemon guy. Yeah. I love Pokemon. I like how there's like planeswalkers. Remember, like the planeswalker dude was like the craziest looking card. Yeah, he had like a weird like robot arm that would like hang on the ground. And then he's like, "But we what?" So we go to look up how to play it because we can't build the ultimate deck unless we know how to play. Yeah. And there's like a couple of videos, and we went for kind of a shorter one, and it was by this guy named Ephemeral Rift, and <sighs> dude, we click on the video. Just just go look it up yourself. It is it is golden. We just thought it was a tutorial. Yeah, it's just how to play Magic. And this Gathering. is before we knew what ASMR was. And so it and it was a tutorial. It was just it was. we were like, why is he whispering? Why is he why, why is he, he tapping on the boxes? on the boxes and stuff? Like what is he doing? And then But I was into it. And then a few years later, I was here at Drew's and he was like, Joe, you remember that guy, Ephemeral Rift? Like I found him, and he apparently he does like all this sleep ASMR stuff with these with a bunch of other people, and he showed me a, v- a few videos, and I was like, "This is so weird." <laughs> and then it was that moment I realized I was like, "This that video we watched wasn't a just a tutorial; it was ASMR." And then, am I way into ASMR? No, nope. But dude, like. Sometimes it's definitely worth checking out. You know what I yeah. mean? There might be some sounds that really do. I've felt you it. out. I felt ASMR before. It doesn't always happen with the ASMR. I usually get it from like the the scratching stuff and like the mouth noises. He had one. It was just it's titled the questionnaire, and I was listening. He was like going through questions, and then he was like, "Does this trigger your ASMR?" And then I hear this weird scratching sound like this weird brushing sound and then i i turned my phone over because it was face down and it was him with i think an apple or a lemon and then a giant toothbrush just going against (laughs) it and i was like it's not triggering mine but i feel like it might be a drew thing yeah dude well in asmr it's a how it's described as like the feeling that a cat gets when it purrs you know what i'm saying and i I felt that before. Yeah. Seriously. It's awesome. People think it's weird, but dude. Dude, it's let's, crazy. Let's just lay off the hate. Yeah. 
prayer somewhere. Just accept, dude. It's, it, it's too much hate, dude. I don't even know, man. Just love. Just Jeez. love. We're currently burning incense while we do this podcast. Too bad we're not on some shroomy shrooms right now. Drew, <laughs> Drew was <laughs> drinking some warrior tea. Warriors brew. Warriors brew, my Herbal bad. Herbal tea. He came down. He came down. So he's like, Joe, want to try my Warriors brew? And I was like, What's in it? And he was like, Orange peel, cinnamon. What else was in it? Some some rose rose, rose stuff. hips, dude. Chives. Immediate chives. I think so. <laughs> no way there was chives. I don't know what a chive is. Chives are like green. They're like green onions, kind of. Why wouldn't there be chives in it? Did you taste chives? Why did you put? <laughs> that's like such a weird contrast. Yeah, we're gonna have orange, dude, it's cinnamon, warriors brew, dude. Cinnamon. We're it's gonna supposed have, to provide you with natural. We're gonna energy. have some rose and then just some onion. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, dude. It was I good. Had, it was good. You know what I tried when I was in South Dakota? Freaking, what's that stuff called? That's like sour and it looks like. Uh, uh, what's it's not asparagus? What's the other thing that's green and it? It's like rhubarb. Yes, I had rhubarb pie. Rhubarb pie is good. Rhubarb tastes like throw up. Yeah, straight. We grow rhubarb in our backyard. Didn't Scott come over and try your rhubarb pie and he wasn't into it? I don't think I don't know if my mom's made a rhubarb pie yet. I think they did because Scott was telling me that your dad made him come over and try it. Maybe he just made him try the rhubarb. No, because Scott hates rhubarb. My dad was so proud of the rhubarb. Does then he I, like just eating it? He just he was like, dude, just try it. And I tried it, and I was like, Bleh. Dude, have you ever had rhubarb strawberry pie? Dude, the reason why rhubarb tastes like strawberry, rhubarb pie tastes like strawberry, is because it's rhubarb and like 12 cups of sugar yeah <laughs> to sweeten it well yeah and it's like but it adds like a special sour taste when it's got 13 cups of sugar in there you yeah, know what it's, I'm saying? it's just it's a it's good it's not good for you rhubarb by strawberry no jam is one of the best jams i've ever had and i mean most desserts are gonna have a lot of sugar in them it's but. true like you're if you're eating pie you don't walk in there innocently well and recently when i've been going to, my cousin used to work at cup Bob, and i was Asking him about is that why you went through go to cup bop all the time? No, but dude, I could really go for some cup bop. Yeah, I could go for McBitchin. Dude, <laughs> what time is it right now? Dude, dude, maybe <laughs> I, I had two hot and spicies right after work today. Oh, okay, but I wouldn't be a dude. I introduced except that McDonald's is closed, but I think I've that introduced one's open. the McBitchin to as many people as I can, isn't it? So I tried good, to introduce dude. it to Scott, dude, but he just we Aiden is opposed to McDonald's. Like we can't. Why? Because he's because it's bad food. No, it's not. This isn't my opinion. This is Joe. This is Aiden's. Should we just go to Aiden's house and kick him in the face, dude? Just we should it. just throw a McBitchin at his window. We should just. We should protest. We should, for, we should force feed him. Let's protest at his house, and we won't leave until. He tries until it. we get justice. Dude, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I. That would actually be funny. Like, if someone, like, say someone didn't like, like, mint chocolate chip ice cream or something, and you're in a group and everyone's like, dude, like, mint chocolate chip ice cream is like the best. Like, what I if don't you think all... it's, I don't think it's the best. 
No, but like I'm just saying, what this is a hypothetical scenario. Okay. And then like you know, it's one of those scenarios. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, this stuff is like mind blowing. There's like eight people that are just ganging up, and they're just like in a box. This is this. What is the best ice cream, Drew? Uh, either pistachio. Well, okay. I when I was in Santa Barbara, I went to this place called McConnell's. All right. I think you told me about this place. Holy mother! With Aiden, right? This is yes. This was the greatest ice cream I've ever had. It just, it just had a special, special something. And I don't know if it was cocaine or if it was the blessing of Moses, but man, it. So I got three flavors. I got. You just have like a rabbi pray after every <laughs> batch of ice cream is made. I had. It's kosher. I had strawberry. Sea salt. That's probably really good. It's <laughs> so good. And then I had pistachio, which is my second favorite. Pistachio is underrated. Dude. Nobody tries it. It is so good. And dude, and at McConnell's, it had like a, it had it's like a like a different sweetness, and it was white. You know how um, you know those macaroons? Yeah. Those little cookies. There's like the pink one. I think there's a blue one, and then there's like a green one. Yeah. Dude, I didn't know that the green one was pistachio. But that one was my favorite. Yeah. And then I found it was pistachio and I was like, dude, I'd nut to Dude, that. you know what I would buy? <laughs> you know what I would buy, dude? Neapolitan, but they replaced the vanilla with pistachio. Okay. So I'm going to have some beef with that because okay, in wait, my opinion. I haven't said what the best one was at McConnell's Sorry, yet. Sorry. So they have like, so their specialty is sea salt caramel and it has praline in it. And... And they like harvest their own sea salt and stuff because it's like in Santa Barbara. Yeah, and it that was good stuff. Okay, go ahead. So that was your favorite, the sea salt caramel. Well, that's the best ice cream I've ever had. But, like, but what's your go-to flavor? But my go-to flavor is like if I go to Cold Stone, I get mint with a brownie mixed in. Okay. And then if because I don't have pistachio, but like like if I'm at U Swirl or if I'm at like like I'm like. Baskin Robbins or something, I get pistachio. But if pistachio's there, I get it. And if there's like a specialty flavor, I get it. Nice. So good, dude. I'm gonna sound so basic, but Joe, just lay out. Vanilla there. is my favorite, and I'll tell you why. What? Vanilla itself, it's plain. You know what I mean? But in my opinion, some of the best ice creams in the universe. Have vanilla at the base. Yeah. And that's what the McConnell's pistachio had going for it. It yes. had a lot of it had a vanilla So so you look, cookies and cream, one of the best. And it's it's probably the best when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's not the best when you're older, but it's still one of the best. It's still good. Um moose tracks. Oh, that's one of the best Dude. ever. That's in my top three, probably. Um and then not only do you have vanilla, you have French vanilla, vanilla bean, probably some others that I don't really know about. Yeah. But I got to say, like, when – and just everything goes with vanilla, dude. Even chocolate goes with vanilla. Facts. Like, you don't you don't see people saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to add some vanilla to this chocolate. No, you, you hear people say, I'm going to add some chocolate to this vanilla. You know why? Because vanilla is the canvas of ice cream. Vanilla is the canvas. And when Damn. you're when I'm at Coldstone, vanilla, and I can mix in anything I want. 
Butterfinger? Sure, let's do it. What about some nuts? Same effect. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. So that's just my that's that's my opinion. And it's, no, it I, might seem basic, but I just I it's think fine, for dude. I think for its versatility, it takes the cake. Okay. I okay. I see what you're about, Joe. Although I do I do have to say pistachio. I haven't had pistachio ice. Cream. I've had pistachio gelato, which I guess is basically the yeah. same thing, but not. You can get McConnell's pistachio ice cream at Harmon's, but it's good, dude. It is good. It does have a little freezer burn on it, which you get inevitably with ice cream you buy from the store, but it's okay. It's still good, but it's not like yeah. fresh. It's freezer burned. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, I I I can see where you're coming, and I always kind of took vanilla for granted. I would typically choose chocolate over vanilla, but then one time we got cones at Chick Fil A, and like they were like, "Dude, you got to get vanilla at Chick Fil A," and I was like, "I didn't really know," like, and I mean it's not the greatest vanilla I've ever had, but it really changed my perspective just because like it was so it just tasted so pure. And so, yeah. Again, it's just, it's the canvas. Yeah. And it's the canvas. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Like, you can eat vanilla, and your attitude might be, this tastes pretty plain. But at the same time, it might be plain, but it tastes fantastic. And it's great tasting. And with vanilla ice cream, you can only go up. Salt, Sea salt and caramel, oh. vanilla is at the base. Yeah, with and pralines. Yeah, it's at the base. The best facts, with the exception of Rocky Road, I do think that's the best chocolate ice cream has to offer. But man, vanilla! I'm, but, you can yeah. call me JV. And the only ice cream vanilla. I've ever made is vanilla ice cream. I remember we did that. Yeah, at Scouts. You had the and you had the ice cream. At Tracy's sister's house. You had the ice cream shaker here too. Do you remember oh, I that? Did do you remember that thing? You like we'd fill it with ice. Yeah. You feel like a little thing with like was it milk plastic? and cream. Yeah, and you would like shake it. Oh yeah, you, <laughs> it was that? a ball, dude. It was crazy. That was awesome. And then we would just kick it around the floor. Yeah, it was a freaking ball, dude. It was Kelsey got that for me. It was awesome. I but think then, I still have it, dude. But I'm we, just like, dude. There's just a random ball in my closet. I forgot what it was. But then we just can't. We like you can't scoop it out, and it comes out really runny. But I'm sure now that we're we older, probably did it wrong. We have more power. We could probably just, you know, Gee. and like. We have so much chi now. So much. I, you know, I, I downloaded Daily Tao. Joe, Tao is stupid. I, I listened to a podcast about it. Don't do it, dude. Dude, no, all I'm saying, let, let me show it. There's I, some wisdom in there, but actually Tao was created to brainwash the people of China by a political, by a politician. It's a religion created by the politicians. Bro, you don't even remember me? It's Harley from the I don't know night. who Harley is. Is it a girl? I don't think so. Okay. Should I respond? Hey, Joe, what you doing? Um, I seriously... Uh, maybe you should look him up on Instagram first. Maybe. Dude. Dude, we're just like talking about random stuff. Okay, right but let me sh- let me show you. Okay, so Daily Stoic, and you told me Daily Tao. You were trying. No, to get I know, I was into it, but dude, it's it's brainwashing. 
it it teaches you to not be creative. Should I just delete it right now? Yeah, it teaches you to not be creative to accept to accept like lesser options, like because basically China was starving at that point. So basically, it was to brainwash them to be like happy with nothing, with nothing. And I mean that's yeah. also that's a good skill to have, but just because of how it was created and it also like teaches you to like not be creative and not like try to become greater to just stick with what you've got and just like don't change like don't progress yeah okay that is kind of stupid but let me tell you this daily stoic Stoic. dude i've read like five stoic books i'm which one's the best one because i would read how um how to have a you just oh, oh Drew's heading out. While Drew's heading hey, out, I got it from the library, so I don't have it. But I have the. While Drew's out there, I'm gonna read a quote from Marcus Aurelius, the former Roman emperor. This is one. Of, this is the Daily Stoic quote of the day. If you guys want your daily stoicism, I'd recommend downloading this app. These are the words of Marcus himself: "Retire into thyself, the rational principle." Which rules has this nature, that it is content with itself when it does what is just, and so secures tranquility. I'm not going to lie. I have no idea what he's saying. So, Joe. Okay, here we go. No, no, this isn't it. Oh, So, this is a 52-week program per year, and you read each chapter, and then you do that the activity every night. So have you been doing you, it? How to become a stoic. Yeah, I've been doing it for two weeks. Yeah, I I don't really know what that means, but I'm sure with a little bit more training, I'll be able to figure it out. The Stoic Challenge is the first one I read, and that one, that one is about is more about how to overcome setbacks and trials in life, which was pretty sweet. But my favorite one is called. Guide to the oh, good. Wait. I figured out what this quote is saying. I just read it too fast. Okay. Sometimes you have to retire into thyself. And what it's saying is that um, in nature, things tend to just be content with what they do as long as what they do is just. So if you're doing the right thing, you should take a moment and just appreciate just accept, man, I've done something good, yeah. and you can have a moment of peace in knowing what you did was right. Yeah. Marcus, I love you, dude. Shout out to Marcus Aurelius. If he's looking down from the stars, that's awesome. Um. So there's two that I would recommend. Either How to Be a Stoic by Massimo Piglucci or Guide to the Good Life by William B. Irvine. I'd go with How to Be a Stoic by Massimo Piglucci. Dude. I'm going to say you have a Missouri phone number. That's for the person that takes to me. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Dude, this has been more of a low-key episode, I feel like. Yeah, I enjoyed it, though. But it's good to it's catch, good up. To catch it's, up with you, Joe. It's good to talk about a couple things. You know, If you guys want to check out ephemeral rift feel free to do so if you yeah. if you want to try pistachio ice cream because you've been too much of a wuss dude to, gut listen to, to me try, it's, listen to me it's worth it you 
guys, go outside your comfort zone as much as you can. You'll be happier. You'll be more exciting. You'll have more friends. You just, if there's an opportunity to do something that you wouldn't normally do, something that you're kind of scared to do, something that, you know, just, just something, just go do it. And the more you live in comfort, the weaker you become and the more, the less you'll be able to do as you go throughout, go throughout your life. You just need to just do shit. Just go do it. That's bars from Drew. I'm going to close to with piggybacking off of that. So guys, what I've learned from this episode, um, and I'd encourage all of you to do this. If you're really looking to step out of your comfort zone, the best case scenario is you have YouTube out and you're just going to listen to some ephemeral rift, some ASMR, just try it. And along with that, you're going to be reading your stoic quotes from Marcus Aurelius and the other Roman influencers while indulging in a bowl of pistachio ice cream. And we wish you the best. We'll see you in two weeks. You may now drift off into a sleep. It's good to see you guys. It's good to talk with you again. And we cannot wait for next episode. Thank you. Oh. <laughs>